0: We've been talking about this over the last 10 days, haven't we? New Zealand Golf's forecasting the end for some courses if the government fails to grant a maintenance exemption soon. The governing body wants green peep- greenkeepers to have access to the courses during the coronavirus lockdown. As a sector, golf employs more than 2,000 people, has more than 6,000 volunteers and contributes more than a billion dollars to the national economy every year. New Zealand Golf course Superintendents Association President Steve Hodson joins me now. Good morning, Steve.
1: Good morning, Kerry. How are we?
0: Very, very well, thank you. Good, good. The thing I struggle with is that if council contractors are trimming brass around fences and mowing lawns, why can't private operators?
1: Absolutely, and and the frustration you share with that, we share as an industry as well. Um, Essentially, Kerry, we're, we're just asking for the same um, set of rules as everyone else has got, and sort of some consistency through the country, which clearly we're not seeing at the moment.
0: No, and I think it's the inconsistencies that people struggle with, with the online selling and the, you know, who can sell what, the butchers versus the supermarket. Oh, absolutely.
1: Markets. You know, I can while stand and get a pair of pyjamas for winter. Yeah. You know, my existing ones can't last another <laughs> two weeks, but we can't, we can't do essential turf maintenance. You know, that's a, it is a real frustration.
0: How essential is that maintenance really, hand on heart? Uh,
1: It's essential. Simply, there's parts of our golf course that we accept don't need to be done at the moment, but we're dealing with uh, our submission to the government has been to do with the the greens themselves, which, uh, for those out there that aren't golfers, we're cutting greens at under four mils. And as such, it's quite a complex situation and it doesn't take too much for them to tip over. So... We're just asking that every third, fourth, or a minimum weekly, we can get out there and cut the greens and any necessary maintenance on them. Um, you know, that could be disease pressures, uh, water pressures, insect pressures, and we we look at those daily. And as I've said a hundred times, these are our babies. Um, and if we don't have our greens, we, we don't have a golf course. Unfortunately, you know, that, that's our product, effectively, effectively
0: so, if they're allowed to say the lockdown continues at level four for another four weeks. yeah, is that the end of a golf course?
1: Not not necessarily no, and i and I won't drive that panic amongst the industry because um a, a lot of this carry is unknown. Golf courses have, have never been shut down for these periods of time, so right. Um, you know that that word unprecedented floats around a fair <laughs> bit, but it is accurate. Um, and we have no records of, of what to do, and so it becomes another challenge for us in the industry.
0: Is golf um, a dying sport, though, anyway? And I know my friends and family will be baying outrage because they are all mad keen golfers who belong to golf clubs, but is it is it really essential to keep the golf courses going when people are voting with their feet and saying they haven't got the time and the money to play golf?
1: Yeah, I believe it's essential. We'll come out of this lockdown and appreciate People have been shut up for a minimum of of 28 days. Um, Mental health is going to be a real issue with those people. And the first thing, I think there's something like half a million golfers of one form or another through New Zealand. So, you know, 20% of our population. um, Golfers are going to be wanting to get straight back out on the golf courses, uh, catch up with their mates, have a few beers, and, and talk the same nonsense they do every Saturday. Um, you know, and, and that's the love of the golf. So I think it is essential that it carries on. Golf isn't dying. I mean, in, in its original form, perhaps we have uh, more green fee players now as opposed to membership play, uh, You know, younger people aren't wanting to be members of a club. But they're quite happy to go up and play golf and enjoy the four hours they're up there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. I was speaking to somebody who identified himself as a a groundsman you know, he looked after a golf course, and he said this is the time of the year when weeds, a specific weed comes through, which can really damage the greens.
1: Mm. Uh, Look, there's all sorts, and and unfortunately Kerry, there's climatic conditions particular to different areas. Um, You know, the issues of growth won't be as, as, um, as big in the southern regions as they would up north, for instance. So Part of the issues are going to be regionally climatic issues. Yeah. Um, so there will be weeds pertinent to some areas that won't be pertinent to others.
0: How but, dangerous is it? Because I I keep harping back to a lovely emailer who is a um, has a digger, um, a digger yeah. company and earth moving company. This is the time of year when work has to be done in autumn, when it's not too hot to for a spark to set fires and it's not too wet that the earth moving equipment's gonna get clagged down. He's really really worried. I could vaguely understand why the level 4 would apply to him because when you're working with heavy machinery there is a risk to people and there's a risk that you'd have to be rescued and bubbles would break and all that sort of thing. When it comes to looking after the grounds, what's involved? What has to happen for, for the grounds the greens to be maintained?
1: Okay, Qu- quite honestly Kerry, what we're going for is for a single person yep. um, to go up as I said earlier, every third or fourth day or at minimum weekly, solely for greens maintenance. So they would be the only person kitted out on the appropriate PPE, yeah. perhaps with that 100 acres um, sort of area, a wide open spaces. No, Absolutely no risk of any uh, transmission of COVID-19 or whatsoever. There, there won't be people on golf courses. So there is very, very minimal risk um,
0: what equipment and, and, would be used?
1: Well, even even going into uh, when uh, level three came about, we were using um, masks and gloves and sanitising machines. There, and when we finished them and whatever. Um,
0: but is we, any? A, a, would you be driving a tractor or?
1: Oh, sorry, no, no, gr- Greensmower. So it's a small, um, small buggy type vehicle. N- nothing large by any um, stretch of the imagination. Um, and so we'd be looking for a three or four hour period uh, every third or fourth day, minimum weekly, uh, and that's all we're asking. You know that it's just a sort of a common sense approach, and as an industry, full we fully understand the lockdown and the necessary measures with it, um but we're just wanting consistency as well through the country, which we're not seeing at the moment.
0: No, we're not seeing it. I mean, I can understand councils clearing trees around power lines, I cannot understand the mowing grass and, and weeding fences.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I've had pictures sent to me, Kerry, mm. up in Auckland in particular, of, of guys weeding um, public reserves and sports fields. Well, you know, even my most vivid imagination can't really understand why that's happening.
0: How confident are you of getting a sympathetic hearing from the government?
1: Um, I guess if I'm honest, the longer it goes, Kerry, I'm, I'm getting uh, less optimistic about it. But... Mm. I sort of remain a, a guy that's, um, like my glass is always half full rather than half empty. So I, I think, guess where there's a chance, there's, there's hope.
0: I think if you're a golfer, you have to be an optimist.
1: Well, you do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> In many ways.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm not one, but I come from a long line of very, very keen and good golfers. So, you know, my mum plays three 18-hole rounds a week and she's 82 and fit as a buck rat and that's I'm absolutely certain is what's kept her so with it.
1: I'm I'm sure of that you know it's a great social um, aspect for people and and the the ability of a person isn't really what it's about it's that social structure yeah. and um, that's a concern I really have coming out of it if if we can't do any maintenance at all uh, we're going to have to push people off for another couple of weeks minimum to get things even remotely up to speed you know and uh, that becomes another real mental health issue.
0: Yeah, and just finally, I suppose, if if um, the councils weren't mowing, if the councils weren't weeding, would you suck it up and accept that's just part of the sacrifice you have to make? It's just the um, fact that there's an inconsistency.
1: Um, yes, plus there is a real need to be out there. Uh, you yeah, know, we, we, we appreciate we're not a part of the essential workers but there's degrees of our job that are essential for, for our little patches to keep going out of this mm-hmm. uh, and that's why we've asked for that dispensation for the Greens, um, which I don't think is unrealistic whatsoever
0: No no, And and Mary has just sent me a text the second, as I listen to your interview about the golf courses, I'm watching the council mowing the park outside my house
1: Yeah, absolutely, I'm, I'm hearing that a hundred times a yeah. day Kerry and it's that, so frustrating <laughs> And, and really the lack of response from the government. I've sent letters personally and on behalf of the NZG CSA to, to our Right Honourable Prime Minister and um, just get that standard sort of reply back, which, you know, it's frustrating.
0: Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Steve, thank you for your time and good luck in petitioning the government.
1: No, that's fine. I appreciate your time, Kerry.
0: Steve Hodson, New Zealand Golf Course Superintendents Association. It, yeah, it's the inconsistencies, isn't it? That's what that's what makes people chafe against the restrictions. When you have got council contractors out there doing work that is non-essential, I totally get it if it's a matter of public safety. But when they're out mowing, why can't the green... Care, and they're not even talking about the big tractors and the big, you know, hauling the big mowers behind them. Minimal chance of, of injury to anybody. If, if the councils weren't mowing, I'd say, you know, you're just going to have to suck it up the way everybody else is. But they're out there. They're doing it. So why not the greenkeepers? It's a quarter to 11.